teamwork makes the dream work and dreamworks makes shrek damn that's so good john okay have a mandatory team building like where workshop you watch shrek. where you watch shrek <laughs> Welcome to episode four of the Bisexual Podcast. Your favorite bi-weekly, bi-stitual, bisexual podcast. And we've uh, we've got some pretty cool stuff lined up for this episode. Um, if you were on our Instagram, you might have seen we had a giveaway that we are announcing the winners of later in this episode. And we will also be joined by Yura, who goes by knit boop on instagram and just generally on the internet um we'll be joining us for a little interview yura is the creator of the quiet queers craft along which we've talked about at length on the podcast i think last episode so we're very excited to have her on in a little while hi i'm kelsey my mom listens to our podcast and said it's very good but i swear too much so i'm gonna work on that (laughs) well i'm gonna try to work on it we'll see Sorry, Mom. But I gave her the bisexual mug to thank her for being our number one fan, and she was so excited. It's a very good mug. I like it. I love it so much. It makes my coffee taste better. I don't know if it's better. I actually, I always have to drink coffee out of black mugs, and it kind of stresses me out when they're not in black mugs. So it's been like, it's been an adjustment. So it definitely makes my coffee taste different than does it, it does in the black pretty? mug. It tastes happier. Coffee should be happy. I am John, and I shaved all my hair off because that's how I deal with intense emotions. And it looks great. You look like a baby. I know. I like it. I am not a fan. Really? I feel like I've got a widow's peak coming on. Like, look at that. <laughs> and you, you can, can make see, it work. You can see more gray. I definitely have more gray now. You're almost 30. Almost. Not yet. So probably. You're alto, baby. There's one I've named Spencer. <laughs> oh, that's such dad energy. <laughs> do you wanna do you wanna get right into the zodiac? Yes, I do. Or, or zodiac thing. Okay. So the one I picked out today is the tattoo you should get based on your zodiac sign. Oh, I can't wait. Because I got an appointment on the 28th. <laughs> uh what do you think? Is it a tree? I hope it's a tree. No, you never guess these. I I got the Britney ones. Did you go? Oh, well, no, I didn't preempt them. Ugh. Fine, whatever. Crab? Is it crab? I hope it's not no, crab. No, it's not like actually the sign stuff. Um, people under the Cancer Zodiac are usually sensitive, loyal, and empathetic. If you're a Cancer, you'll be intuitive, emotional, and have a caring personality, putting other people before yourself. Cancers often put up walls to protect themselves so you can appear closed off, but you'll likely be very family-oriented and sentimental. Because of that, the tattoo you should get based on your Zodiac sign is something to commemorate someone or something near and dear to your heart. You may choose a name, a date, or a loving message from a family member. But if you're a cancer, you should probably pick a meaningful and personalized tattoo. That's what I'm doing. Can I tell people about my tattoo? Yes. So this is supposed to be for my 30th birthday, which didn't happen because there was a global pandemic. Because, of course, there was a global pandemic the, when I decided to do something for myself. <laughs> yes, no. The it's it's all my fault. just to spite you. Yeah. 
definitely this global catastrophe is definitely just to spite me so if my this cursed tattoo ever actually happens which it should on the 28th uh sort of a scene that i kind of made up from alice through the looking glass which is a alice is probably one of my first special interests and like the one i've maintained throughout the entirety of my life and has the things that it means to me has grown and changed as i've grown and changed and understood the world and myself better um, but Alice Through the Looking Glass, in particular, is um, a story where she goes through the glass and everything is backwards, and it all takes place on a chessboard, and the, throughout the entire book, she's trying to get to the other end of the chessboard to see the Red King, and the, the world is based on the assumption that the, the Red King is always sleeping in the world of his, is his dream, and so throughout the entirety of her book and her adventures and her, you know, trying to become the queen, um, she, the constant underlying fear is like, what happens if the Red King's wakes up? Will I disappear? Am I just the Red King's dream? Um, and that story fucked me right up as a kid. Sorry, mom. Um, <laughs> and continues to do so now. Um, so the tattoo that I'm getting is going to be a really cool, pretty spooky tree. And it's going to have Alice sleeping on, um, under it on one side and the Red King sleeping under it on the other side to kind of bring in all those things I love, including trees, which I really love. Um, so I'm very excited. And if my life continues to not be cursed, I should hopefully have it on the 28th. That's like four days away. I know. Um, my tattoo. Like yours is all great and stuff, but like mine. <laughs> um, Libras are all about harmony, peace, and love. People under the zodiac sign are sociable, fun, and easygoing. They are loyal in love, great at conversation, and highly intellectual. Uh, while Libras appear to live a happy-go-lucky lifestyle, they are always fighting for justice, and many are social activists. If you come under the sign, you'll no doubt appreciate all things vibrant and different, as well as the arts and music. The t tattoo you should get based on your zodiac sign is a treble cleft to symbolize your love of music. Why not make it bright and colorful, uh, to show off your fun personality. That's really fucking funny. <laughs> Stop swearing. Stop. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm real bad at this. Um, but that's funny because I am also getting a tattoo shortly because my sister's tattoo tattooing again. Exciting. Um, so the tattoo that I want to get is I found somebody had done an illustration of David like the statue, mm -hmm. but trans. Yeah. There's little like top surgery scars. Yeah. Um, but it's just funny because like arts. Amazing. And now we are joined by Yura, who also goes by Nitboop on the internet. And let's get into it, I guess. Hi. Hello. Hi. Thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, of course. Thank you for inviting me. We're very excited. <laughs> a quiet queer craft along is our entire jam. Like that is everything oh, good. ever wanted in a in a knitting community. Same. <laughs> we actually we started this podcast literally because we're too awkward and sad to go to most hangouts, like crafting hangouts. <laughs> And anytime we went, we would end up just like sitting in the corners quietly by ourselves. Oh, I totally feel that. So, yeah, it seemed like your uh, your enterprise is very much in line with what we're doing. Oh, good. Yeah. 
So if you want to just give us a little introduction to get us going. Yeah. So as y'all already know, my online persona username ID is Knitboop, um, but my real name is Yura. I'm a knitwear designer, knitter, crocheter, spinner, sometimes dyer. Um, and I started really doing the whole Knitboop thing about a year and a half ago. Um, and then the Quiet Queers Craft Along kind of happened, I guess, on accident last year, um, where I just posted something on Instagram. I was like, hey, I'm queer, but I also really don't want to go to Pride because it's hot and loud and outside. So does anyone want to do like a virtual crafting thing? And then obviously that thing exploded. And so this is our second year doing it. And it's amazing. Yeah. That's so amazing. <laughs> yeah, it was, yeah, I found it first on um, Ravelry because I saw that Kelsey mm-hmm. was in the group and I was like, oh, oh, yes, this. Uh, mm-hmm. I was very excited to, to see that. Yeah. And then Ravelry turned into a dumpster fire. It really did. Um, <laughs> I think it's been really unfortunate because I feel like the Ravelry forums could have contributed so much to the whole experience, especially because I have gotten DMs from people who want to participate, but you know, they're either not out or they feel unsafe doing so on Instagram where it might be a more public profile. So last year, what I did was occasionally I would post and reshare posts that were made by private accounts because they wanted to participate, but they couldn't really do it. And I thought Ravelry might have been a really good avenue, but we all know how that is turning out right now. <laughs> yeah. It's so disappointing. <laughs> like the top 10 anime betrayals. <laughs> Ravelry. Yeah. Dating betrayals. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it could have been a great, because there's also, I feel like, a lot more room for just talk and chatter and discussion than, like, individual posts on individual Instagram accounts. Yeah, definitely. And I was really looking forward to at least having some more, I guess, structured chatter threads where there could be that kind of discussion. Like, there's some chatter going on, I've noticed, in the hashtag usage on Instagram, but it's not like a forum mm-hmm. where you have nest comments and things like that um it's hard to keep yeah. track of, of discussions and comments and especially like instagram does not make it chatter friendly um, no not at all and that's been really frustrating i guess as i'm becoming more of a public persona right um which is why my latest post about like financial accessibility had to be broken down into three posts and then I had to disable comments on the first two posts, but then I still got people who were commenting on the third post without having read parts one and two. And I was like, please go read that. And yeah, it's just a big mess. Yeah. But um, was it Fiverr Club is, is in the works and that's very exciting. It is very exciting. Yeah, Lisa and her partner Romulus, Romulus, I can't remember his name off the top of my head. I think they're doing a really fantastic initiative of it. So really looking forward to that. Yeah. I I feel like I personally unravel a lot just like in terms of making patterns accessible, knitting accessible and like community accessible. And like I definitely wouldn't have got to this point in my knitting career, I guess without it but it's it's also just in a lot of ways feels just like a relic from an older time and it just hasn't hasn't been able to keep up with the community's needs you know mm. like a safe space to talk without racialized hatred definitely like that i think these are 
problems, and, and this is me sort of putting on my informatician hat a bit here, um, because that's my day job. I'm a PhD student in informatics. Oh, neat. This is sort of, yeah, this is sort of the dangers of having tech monopolies, right? And Ravelry has definitely been a tech monopoly since its inception in like the mid 2000s. Um, and we see sort of the repercussions of Ravelry's lack of willingness to be more open-minded about inclusivity in terms of disability. Mm-hmm. Um, playing, having all of these like, you know, trickle down effects, designers are losing sales, which means yarn dyers are probably going to be um, making less sales as well. And then obviously re- advertising revenue and things like that. The yeah. Accountability. Mm-hmm. Really it was very disappointing. Too. Yeah. It really is. Um, but yeah, I, especially considering how much the knitting and crocheting community sort of banded together in support of Ravelry after the backlash to their banning of support from the Trump administration last year. So yeah, again, top 10 anime betrayals. <laughs> it's like Ravelry, how could you? <laughs> Did not see this coming. No. No, this is not on my 2020 bingo card. <laughs> no. <laughs> Do you sell your Do you sell your patterns off Ravelry? Have you been kind of uh, migrating that way? So I've um, I've never really sold my patterns because I've never I've never charged for my patterns. Oh wow! Because yeah, at the moment it's more of a fulfilling hobby for me. It allows me to sort of engage my brain in a way that's different from what I have to do in my day to day job. It's like other sections of my brain. So it's personally. A really nice hobby for me and I make enough in sort of coffee donations where I don't feel the need to monetize the thing quite yet mm-hmm. um, but in the past I did you know offer all of my patterns on Ravelry um, my pattern links are still active on Ravelry but you can't download it from Ravelry um, so I've removed all the files the PDF files from there um, and instead they're given a link to go to my personal website which is knitboob.com and go download the patterns there and this might be a little petty, but I did include a little blurb in every single one of my patterns explaining why my patterns are no longer available on huh. Ravelry. Perfect. Um, <laughs> I'm just waiting for those to be taken down, honestly. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> that way. And, and it is, I think it is helping a little bit um, because I have gotten private messages on Ravelry telling them, oh, we weren't aware that this was an issue with the new Ravelry design. And so hopefully bringing more awareness that way. Cool. That's really lovely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I love a good petty. I love a good pettiness. Like, as I, li- <laughs> I live for petty. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, call out culture is mm-hmm. necessary when, when the sort of like systems of privilege and oppression are so drastically stacked in your, you know, not in your favor. Mm-hmm. This favor? I don't know. Against, <laughs> against you? Against. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> um, but you, you've also started a podcast in quarantine or in in yes. covid times i have in the in the age of covid <laughs> yeah i mean i it was something i've been thinking about doing for a while now um i talked about this briefly in my podcast episode but i figured now might be a good as good of a time to start as any um so yeah just getting my feet wet doing maybe an episode every two weeks or so didn't realize how much editing goes in. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> John does yeah, all our editing. Learn right. that the hard way. <laughs> yeah. And I've never done any sort of like video editing before. So it's it's a bit of a learning curve. But 
it's exciting. Yeah, I um, we're in. Uh, I'm in the group on Facebook. I talk about this group all the time because I love it so much. Like this is by culture. Um, and I posted in there. I was like, oh, I'm doing a bi podcast with my bi friend, and this is all great. Um, and then I posted. I'm like, oh, well, John and I are recording tonight, so it'll be like live tomorrow. And, John and I was like, no, like, no, 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 oh no, my no, god, no. no. <laughs> Oh my, yeah, it is a it I, is a full production. Yeah. Zero understanding of how that works. <laughs> <laughs> but like it's it's fun also. Mm-hmm. And like it's it's cool to like just take so much crap and like turn it into something coherent. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like the the way that John can just take all of my ridiculous tangents and ramblings and make a cohesive, like intelligent sounding hour of audio it just blows my mind it's an art form truly it's it's fun and (laughs) it's you know something else to add to the resume definitely kelsey what are you working on i'm working on um oh heck what's it called so my mom told me i swear too much in the podcast so i'm trying really hard not (laughs) to do that uh melted the melted shawl um which is by Suzanne Summer. Um, okay. And it's cool. So I have, John bought me this beautiful buy yarn. Hang on. And I have so many skeins of like beautiful buy yarn that I don't know what to do with. Oh, it's, um, nice. It's from Fully, Fully Spun. They did like a huge range of pride colorways. Yeah. So nice. he got me a buy one and an ace one. Really cool. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, so I'm making this shawl. There will be a picture in the show notes. Oh. And so the two-color garter around the top and then two-color brioche around the back and the front. Um, mm-hmm. And then there's a contrast color trim and sleeves. So it's a way to use up single skeins of ridiculous colors in a kind of cohesive way. But my needle fell out and I lost all of my shaping. So I'm going to just go cry a bit. I don't know. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's no good. <laughs> I'm very upset about this. Like, very upset. Fuck. Stop okay. swearing. Well, edit it out. <laughs> what are you working on? Uh, I'm working, I'm currently working on a new shawl design. Um, of course, I was like, oh, I just finished recruiting for a test net. I'm just going to go relax now for a bit. And then I started casting on it. I was like, oops, it's a new design. <laughs> so I'm working on this now. Um, so it's kind of a, like an exponential growth shawl. Ooh. Ooh. This is very tiny at the moment. But yeah, the eyelet and the garter shape um, sections kind of grow out exponentially. So yeah, not really sure where I'm going with this, but it's happening. I like the, <laughs> Love the, the colors. colors. Yeah. Thank you. It's just, it's stash yarn. Um, the pink one is from Matt Scientist Yarn. It was gifted to me, I think like during the winter holidays last year. Then this one, which is like this deep plum, it's got a little bit of tensile in it, so it's sort of shiny. Mm. Um, It was part of a Christmas swap I did last year as well. So, yeah. Now that, you know, yarn chopping is a little harder to (laughs) delve into the stash. Yeah, I've been working on some stash busting. I've been making this massive blanket. And kind of completely stalled out after I'd done like three quarters of it. But in the last couple of days, I did another like 10 squares. So I think I have 12 left to go. Oh, exciting. Out of 
44 squares total, I think. I have 12 left to go. Oh my God. Um, and then I'm going to do a border because why not? Because I love suffering. <laughs> Are you all familiar with um, Noriko, who's Norica Nitz? Uh, that name sounds familiar. On Instagram, she's doing a scrap along, which is um, which sounds perfect for your blanket, John. Um, it's it's like scrappy projects that out of your stash yarn, and you know, project has to be, I think, made from thirty to a hundred percent of uh, stash yarn that you have. Nice, I like this. That's so bright. Yeah. Oh, I'm following her now. Yep. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, someone just posted the prettiest rainbow shawl. And uh, I, I don't know. Something happens, and I keep trying to use up my stash yarn. I'm like, I'm not going to buy any more yarn because you know I need like food and rent and stuff. So like, no more yarn. <laughs> and then I'll go through my stash and I'll find enough for a project, but then I'll need like something else to finish the project, or I'll need like you know this is perfect for the basis sweater, but I need a contrast. And then I just I somehow just end up with more yarn every time I try to use my stash yarn. I get more yarn. Oh my gosh, same. I think that temptation was fortunately, um, the temptation was removed for me sort of uh, out of my control because um, about two years ago, both of our local yarn stores <laughs> shut down within a year. Oh, no. So I don't actually have any local yarn stores. But before that, it was like, oh, I'm walking to the post office. I'm walking past the yarn store. Oh, I should just pop in and see. Oh, no, I bought yarn. <laughs> um, yeah. So I feel that struggle a bit. I, because I, so I run a um, subscription, a yarn subscription box, and so like I have to buy yarn monthly. Like mm. you know, it's my my job is to buy yarn. So I, well, am I gonna not buy yarn? And then I'll just like, <laughs> oh, I'll just throw in an extra pack of ten myself, or oh, I'll just you know keep a few of these extras, or order you know I'm ordering from a dyer, and then I'll be like, well, since I'm already ordering, I'll just get a few for myself because it you, you save on shipping that way, right? It makes sense. Mm -hmm. too much I have too much yarn <laughs> well the great thing about yarn is that it's a stable investment it won't depreciate in value over time absolutely true that's a very good point yes <laughs> this is how I justify things to myself do you did you say you crochet as well I do um but not as much so I actually started out with my crafting with crochet so my mom taught me how to crochet little doilies and things like that and I made a whole bunch of like coasters and then I stopped because like I'm a 10 year old kid. I don't like have a burning desire for doilies. <laughs> um, so yeah, I did start with crochet. I do it occasionally. I have a, I have a granny stripes blanket that I'm working on. It's a long-term project, but yeah, apart from that, I don't really crochet a whole lot. I just find that the motions aren't really, they aggravate a lot of um, carpal tunnel like symptoms for me. And maybe it's just because, like, I hold the hook weird or something, but knitting is just healthier for me, I guess, in the long run. Sense. Yeah. 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 John, you just got those fancy ergonomic hooks, yeah? Yeah, I I do really like the um, ergonomic hooks. Um, and I've been knitting a lot more, too. Yeah, I finally figured out Magic Loop, and I'm enjoying it. Yay. <laughs> I feel like there's a lot of weird... Um, I don't know what the word is. Unfounded fear of magic loop I found online. Like people either love it or they ha hate it. it. And it's it's a little strange to me because it's like it's just another technique to add to your arsenal. Yeah. 
I part of what was holding me back is I just didn't have like a long enough circular. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And like the only time that I had given it a shot before I had gotten um like a 40 inch um circular from Michaels and like it just it was the worst cable. And I hated it so much and I was like I'm I'm never doing this again. It's terrible. Then I got a better cable and it's a lot easier. And now I never want to stop. Yes. I I will swear up and down by Chagoose cables. The red lights yes! are my favorite. Yeah. They're so good. I love them so much. <laughs> I I finally took the plunge and bought a interchangeable needle set from Chagu. Um, and I'm still adding like needle sizes and cable sizes to it. But I I kind of like splurged on it when I was like, ooh, I'm a real designer now. Um, and oh my gosh, it's made my life so much better. <laughs> it's it's sort of like this um, reaffirmation to yourself that you're worth splurging on. And like this kit is like, <laughs> you know, like you deserve this. Treat yourself. Yeah. <laughs> so I I struggle with those affirmations, but I mm-hmm. one day maybe maybe one day yeah so I'm getting a self care tattoo on the 28th, which I guess is definitely a splurge. So a self care affirmation splurge. So mm-hmm. I'm very excited about that. We also just did our zodiacs. What tattoos should you get based on your zodiac? And I was told <laughs> by this quiz that I should get a tattoo with a deep and personal meaning. So hey, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> What is your sign? Uh, I'm a Libra, I think. I actually am really bad about. <laughs> I, I have everyone's talking about like their I don't know their moon sign, and there's I'm like I don't know any of this. I'm a Libra. <laughs> uh, that's it. <laughs> I'm also a Libra. Oh, cool. So it says for Libra that um, you'll know to appreciate all things vibrant and different, as well as the arts and music. And the tattoo you should get based on your zodiac sign is a treble clef to symbolize your love of music. You should also huh. make it bright and colorful to show off your fun personality. <laughs> That's interesting because in my past life, I was a um, professional pianist. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> That's like, they nailed that one then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I know it's kind of ephemeral your craft along now that it's on most on Instagram, but do you have a sense of how many people participate? Um. So... I I was looking at the hashtags that we were using um, and that was, I feel like that's a pretty good sort of like gauge of how many people are participating. One second. I'm like, I have different Instagram accounts for everything. So it's just yeah, like yeah. Ah, managing all of this. Ah. Um, so currently we have about 2000 followers on Instagram. Um, but when I was looking at the choir course craft along hashtag, um, I wanted to see how many people have been using it continuously throughout the year, even when the craft along wasn't actively in session. Um, there, there's like 1,330 posts tagged with it, which was kind of mind blowing when it reached the 1,000 post mark, and it was like, okay. Um, and it's not like an easy hashtag to type out either, because it is a, it's, it's a bit of a mouthful, <laughs> which is why we shortened it to QQC this year. Um, just because I got really tired of typing the whole thing <laughs> over and over again. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a lot of people and it's really exciting. Um, 
I'm going to be talking about some of the prize donations we've received this year in my next podcast episode. Um, but, you know, people have been reaching out with uh, to pitch in donations pretty early on and some big names in there, which is really exciting. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, so do you want to talk a little bit about just kind of how it works, how people participate? What kind yeah, of-, of course. So uh, QQC was delayed a little bit this year um, because of the, I felt like the conversations surrounding Black Lives Matter were a little more pressing um, and should be on the forefront first. But this year it's running from July 13th to September 13th, if I remember correctly. And it's a craft along that you can participate in on Instagram. Uh, we have an Instagram account, Quiet Careers Craft Along, where we have a link in the bio, which will show you our website, where we list all of like our participating uh, makers and designers that you can you know follow and um, support with your purchases. So the way to participate in the Craft Along is um, there are actually two main ways of doing so. So you can um, participate by posting finished objects on Instagram, and that's using the hashtag QQC2020FO. Um, and your finished objects have to be projects made with either materials from a queer maker or based on a pattern by a queer designer. So for instance, if I had some random sash yarn that I really wanted to use, then I could you know, go to our website and check out all of the queer designers who are participating, uh, purchase one of their patterns and knit something up with it or crochet or sew or weave or what have you. Um, and obviously QQC can, you can enter your FOs for QQC in conjunction with other make-alongs. So like I talked about earlier, Norika's doing a scrappy make-along. So if you wanted to use one of her patterns and also maybe like yarn from a queer dyer, that would definitely enter you for both of them. So double dipping is encouraged as long as it's okay with the person, you know, coordinating the other craft along. Mm-hmm. So FOs are one way to participate. The other way to participate is through our um, bi-weekly posts. So once, no, two times a week, we're going to have giveaways on our Quiet Queers Craft Along Instagram page. Um, and basically the guideline is, you know, like the picture, follow our account and engage with the giveaway prompt in some way. And we're asking questions like, you know, what's, where's your favorite place to craft? What kind of fiber do you like working with? And giveaways are sort of cycling between a physical giveaway and a digital giveaway. So one day we'll have a pattern download or a, a multiple codes to any pattern. And the other day we might have things that are um, like yarn or project bags or things like that. So even if you're not a fast crafter and you can't enter as many FOs as you want into final prize drawings, you can still participate in those um, bi-weekly posts and send a chance to win something. Yeah. So that's kind of it. That's so rad. Yeah. And um, of course, we encourage um, chatter using the hashtags. Do you have to self-identify as queer to participate or if there are allies who want to take part mm-hmm. do that so anyone can take part even if you're not queer if you're a straight ally if you're not comfortable being out yet anyone can participate the whole point of the craft along is to get more eyes on queer makers and designers and support them in a more monetary and concrete way because the 
Craft Alone was kind of born out of this feeling that, you know, as corporations are moving in to rainbow wash everything during a pride, and a lot of these corporations might not actually be actively um, benefiting, um, you know, queer people or queer communities, what have you, uh, and might just be like slapping a rainbow on things and calling it like, oh, we're so inclusive. <laughs> um, so we really wanted to get away from that kind of thing and actually put our money to the actual queer people in our community who are making really great things. That's so wonderful. Yeah. Is it for knitting and crochet only or what kind of crafts can participate? Basically any and all crafts. Um, we It is mostly a fiber slash textile arts craft along. Um, that, but that's mostly because my circle of people that I know are mostly within, you know, fiber arts and crafts. Um, we've, we've actually been working with a really great graphic designer uh, who is Word Picture Inc. Designs on Instagram. And they've made a whole set of logos for the various crafts that we thought might be included. So we have logos for things like knitting, crocheting, uh, cross-stitching, seamstressing, or sewing, uh, woodworking even. And they, they have a whole bunch of logos. So basically any, any, any crafts that you can think of. Um, but our website was a little bit limited in who all we could list just because of logistics of mm-hmm. sorting that information. Cool. Yeah, we've had some really great um, embroideries come up already in the FO hashtag. So Neat. really excited to see some of those. Embroidery is one of those things where I'm just like in absolute awe of the people who have the the skills and the patience for it. Oh my gosh. Yes. My grandma tried to teach me and it was it was a bad experience for both of us. <laughs> I can cross stitch, but that's about the extent of it. Like when I see some people who are doing the sort of like paint painting with embroidery thread as they call it and they make all of these photorealistic portraits of their pets and like it's it's mind-blowing it's so like the 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 intensity at which you have to stare at such a tiny space is and tiny tiny details with tiny implements oh I, yeah I, I don't know wild very impressive yeah at least with knitting I can just you know close my eyes for a bit and give my eyes a break it's because it's all muscle memory you can't exactly. really you can't really mess it up too bad. Mm-hmm. Um, so if we have, if anyone is listening and they want to apply as a designer, are they still able to do that? Is it? Yes. So we have a couple of Google Forms up on our website. Uh, the form should still be active. So if you're a little late to the party, there's you know no need to worry. I usually check the forms once a week and enter any new applicants that way. Um, the only form that is currently closed is the maker highlights, just because we ran out of slots. <laughs> um, yeah, definitely we'll be doing that again next year. Um, I didn't expect it to be that popular. <laughs> that's that's so exciting. And mm-hmm. so if people are wanting to participate but not out or not on Instagram, is there, you said that you can accommodate that? Yes. What I've offered in the past is if, you know, people aren't out or don't feel comfortable posting about it on their Instagram feed, they can send me a DM on, again, on Quiet Careers Craft Along with sort of their entry. And I have a spreadsheet that I keep on my computer. I don't upload it to Google Drive or anything like that. And it's a spreadsheet that shows me which post is assigned to which person. And I enter it for them in the finished objects drawings. Um, And if they do win something, I'll contact them and send them the prize. And obviously I won't put anything like, 
you're queer on the package or something obnoxious like that. <laughs> it'll, it'll be very discreetly packaged. Cool. Yeah. I'm very excited about this. Yeah. It'll be an excellent excuse to use up all of this like huge store of, hoard of uh, rainbow yarn that I keep accumulating at single skeins oh up. So nothing matches. I'm telling you, I'm telling just one entire like sweater, just like. <laughs> all, all the clashing rainbows. Yeah. You got to do it. It'll be glorious, like gloriously horrible. This is where scrappy blankets are a real lifesaver. It's just none of it matches, and that's fine. That's the point. Mm-hmm. I just my my autistic brain can't get can't like I can't I can't I just I can't process things that don't go together. And I that's like fair. I love the scrappy looks. I love the like I just threw all of this random stuff I had together into this like cool. Stephen West, like whatever sweater, and I just like I want I want to be that chill. I want to be. <laughs> <laughs> my brain. Hits. We all we all aspire to be a Stephen West level of chill. Oh, don't we? Don't we? <laughs> yeah, my brain. Like, I just I can't. I can't. Oh, yeah. <laughs> one day, maybe one day. But you're doing you're doing like your scrappy ball. I am doing a scrap. So this is my because. My psychiatrist has told me I should probably, you know, challenge some of these things that my brain tells me. Mm-hmm. Cognitive behavioral therapy. Do the thing that makes you uncomfortable. Yeah, I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, I do try. So my my compromise or my my dipping the toe into the disordered yarn waters is I'm making a scrappy ball. <gasps> okay, wait, I need to show you something. <gasps> do you have a scrappy ball? I have a scrappy ball. <gasps> Yours is so big! I know, I've been working on it for a really long time. <laughs> yeah. So mine, no matter how big it is, like even if I'm just like cutting off yarn ends, I felt them together. So mm-hmm. I have like some like swatches that are really long. This one's really long. But then like up in here, they're like an inch lo- an inch of color. I don't know if you there's like yellow in there. Oh yeah. Which is stressing me out because everything else is mostly purple, gray, and black. <laughs> But one day, yeah, I hope to be able to make a thing with it. Yeah. Wow. I, I have about 170 grams in this ball currently. Wow. I'm going to get to 200 grams. And I'm going to knit um, Noriko's Steggy shawl, which is, I think, the rainbow uh, shawl that she had on her Instagram Oh, page. amazing. Yeah, that's going to be my scrap-along project. <laughs> I'm very excited. That's so good. Oh. <laughs> now I have something to aspire to. My little... I don't know sports. Is this a golf ball sized? Tennis ball? Th- Not tennis ball. Ping pong ball? Ping- That's the one. There we go. Yeah. Ping pong ball sized. Just, I don't know. I feel it like it really accumulates quickly. Mm-hmm. I, I suspect that as soon as I start knitting with it, I'm it's going to be stressful. Because <laughs> the colors aren't going to, they're not going to be even. Mm-hmm. And it's not going to flow well. And there's going to be weird pooling. And it's just, that's a, that's a, that's a later that's a future Kelsey problem. <laughs> uh, what is the best way for people to reach you? Uh, I'm usually uh, I'm most active on Instagram at netboop. Uh, sometimes I'll check my email for very like serious business inquiries, which is increasingly becoming more of a thing. Um, but yeah, I'm I usually respond to Instagram DMs within like 24 hours. I have the same policy for it as I have with my students. <laughs> Might not be reached on weekends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's good to be consistent. Yep. Yes. You gotta, Boundaries like, are important. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I think that's probably good. 
Well, thank you so much for having me on. This was fun. Yeah, thanks for joining us. A lot of fun. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe we can check in later and see how the Queer Craft Long is going. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's a it's a whole two month thing, so you have plenty of time to get your FOs in. I'm also super excited about that because I feel like a lot of them are quicker than what I can get myself moving on. So Mm -hmm. I like that this is like it's a good long, good long time. It's a chill craft along. You can. Mm take as much time with it as you need thank you so much this is fun yeah good i'm i'm glad that this was a lot of fun for me as well i don't usually get to talk to anyone who's not my partner nowadays (laughs) (laughs) and like i love him but it's like i also need to talk to other people sometimes (laughs) i am am so thank you very much thank you so much thank you are you ready to do a giveaway i'm so excited (laughs) Okay, should we do the mug first? Yeah, um, the mug, then the bag, then the yarn. The yarn. Um, I don't know if you can hear You can definitely hear this. It's happening. He's really rustling. I wrote down the names of everybody who tagged somebody on our post. That was not the way I thought we were going to do this, but I'm really... I That's what we that said did it. that we were going to do. Well, that was before we had like 200 people enter. <laughs> I mean, I'm not mad about it. It's like it's such a satisfying like to reach into the tote bag and just have a pile of, of paper. Our um, listeners are going to love the sound. Yeah, this is like ASMR. <laughs> this is giveaway ASMR. Totally, definitely what this is. Um, okay. okay, who gets a mug? Who gets a mug? Um, uh, Dylan Karata. I think that's what that says. Yay! Dylan. I wish we had an applause soundtrack. <laughs> I should find like um Dylan Dylan Karate. Congrats, you're getting a mug. Yay! It's great. It makes your coffee and probably tea taste better. (laughs) It tastes happier? Is that it's happier, yeah. (laughs) Okay. Next is the tote bag. Which I also use every day. I'm very I fucking love mine. Freaking sorry mom. Love mine. Okay, um, I'm drawing from the tote bag too, so like, you know, it's- Are you actually? Because we can't hear it. Shut up. <laughs> um, the tote bag is going to- Gloom Puppy. Gloom Puppy. What a fun name. Congrats, you're getting a tote bag. Exciting. And- Got a yarn. Got a yarn. I hope it's me. You didn't even comment on the post. Heck, you're right. Is it too late? Can I do it now? It, the giveaway closed yesterday, man. Ooh. I commented on the post, and I didn't even if, put myself in it. If you and me had split I didn't it. put myself in it. <laughs> okay, so the yarn is going to... The sheep spinner! The sheep spinner. Yay! <laughs> um, congrats, you're getting some pretty cool yarn. I, I have... Um... Um, so, winners, we will reach out to you on Instagram, and figure out the best way to send you your prize. Yay! <laughs> and Chief Spinner, you have to send us pictures of what you make with it. Yes. Also, everybody else, send us pictures of your stuff. Our I, stuff. Yeah. You're, you using your stuff that is not ours anymore because we're giving it to you. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. Um, cool. Thanks cool. to everybody who participated in our first giveaway and and like showing us some love and like sharing it with other people who might like us and you know, helping 
helping these sad little disaster queers be a little less sad. Help, help us uh, build build a community of sad disaster queers. <laughs> we can all be sad together. We can be sad together. We can support each other. Um, thank you for listening to the fourth episode of the Bystitch Old Podcast. You can find our show notes, including photos and links to patterns and designers and all the things we talk about on our website, bystitchable.ca. We are on Instagram as at bystitchable podcast. You can find me at underscore dangerous John and Kelsey at Kelsey Grammar 23. Please consider leaving a rating or a review on iTunes or your Overcast. podcast app of choice. Your podcast. There's so many of them. Um, Maybe all of them. All of the podcast apps would be great. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Overcast, Stitcher, Podbean, um, Podcast Addict. I don't even know. There's so many more. This like, I'm barely skimming the surface. Please leave us a review on all of them. Yes. If you don't spend an entire day leaving ratings and reviews you can't sit with us <laughs> <laughs> um that was a joke please sit with us please, sit please with be us. our friends <laughs> um <laughs> but help us reach other disaster queer yarn folk and maybe they can sit with us too we can all have a really big socially distanced table where we can all sit together and be sad and knit i guess i think that's called a zoom call <laughs> <laughs>